time. Right now, someone is listening to songs about parties, travel, and getaways without ever planning one for themselves. They need a change of tune. For real, visit North Carolina. This week on Androids and Aliens. I have something to say. Yes, you, the mouse. Yeah. (laughs) The team must plead their case. Well, Machuba, let me tell you a tale. You see, what you have sitting before you are five of the greatest heroes in the packed worlds. To gain access to a restricted continent. What about you, Matakoi? Why do you want to go to Ukalan? I believe that it's our duty as Starfinders to correct the wrongs of the universe. Will they move forward in their search for answers? These people are bad people who have abducted this poor professor. Please, though your interests may lie in gaining information, bring this woman home. Bring her back safe to the university. Do a service to Castrovel and not just to yourselves or the society. Or will echoes of the past continue to restrain them? You see steward sirens flashing in the background. Oh. And like fire and smoke. The stewards are the law enforcement in the packed world. Right. The adventure continues. There's so much more to this universe than we give it credit for. If only we knew how to look and listen. No. We did it. We did it, guys and gal. We made it to the Larry Bird episode of the show. 33. (laughs) 33. 33. Eleanor, tell us about Larry Legend. What do you know about Larry Bird? Larry Bird uh, was involved in The Simpsons. (laughs) Go on. That's Brad Brad Bird. Not a terrible guess. All right. Larry Bird. What's your next next guess? The Hick from French Lick. Okay, uh, le- French lick. Is that like French kissing? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, okay, it's Larry, like Larry Bird is the little bunny in Space Jam. <laughs> he is in Space Jam. <laughs> he is in Space Jam. <laughs> is he, oh, is he a basketball player? He, he is, is, yes. Oh, right. Wow, that was an amazing you re- you got wrong there. guess. That was an amazing You went wrong... from Simpsons to French kissing. To, to, to a bunny, to a movie he was to actually Space yeah. Jam, <laughs> to Space Jam, yes. yeah. Which is a great that is movie. what he's most known for was his role in Space Jam. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I gotta say, if you if you think that that is uh, a way for us to make fun of Ellie for not knowing Larry Bird, what I think it is is a way to show you how not known Larry Bird is anywhere else. That's in the world. That's crazy. Well, I guess it's sad. Only, this is a ridiculous question, but if I had said Michael Jordan, yes, you know he, Michael. I Jordan. know, I know him. Magic he's Johnson. Actually, nope. All right, oh, what? No. Really? Charles, Charles Barkley. Nope. No, also Charles Barkley. <laughs> Space Jam. But, but you said... <laughs> They're all in. I'm going for it. Sean Bradley. Sean Bradley. <laughs> the Storm and Mormon. Sean Bradley, seven foot four, Dallas Mavericks for like eight years. Yeah. Oh, is he the blonde guy in Space Jam? Yeah, the really tall one. Let's not talk he's... about their Space Jam <laughs> parts. Can we get back? No, let's keep talking about Space what? Jam. This is a sci-fi show, Troy, this, not a sports podcast. This show, sure, is, a, is, the this show <laughs> is a Space Jam. <laughs> we should be able to talk about the movie Space Jam as much as we yeah, want. Yeah, he was very... The blonde guy, he was the one that was most scary in Space Jam when he became the monster. Mm. Wait, are you or are you thinking of Dirk Nowitzki? Because he was also in Space Jam. Did you yeah. say Jerk Whiskey? Dirk oh. Nowitzki. <laughs> I sure did. Okay, there's a lot of things in America that <laughs> I, I don't sure understand. I sure did. Like uh, baseball. Oh. You don't understand. 
my own. Get out of the room. <laughs> Troy, Troy is not even looking at me right now. But I'm just so upset where this is gone. <laughs> Ellie, I just want to talk about Larry Bird. Do you, know, do you know who won the World Series this year, Ellie? I do actually. I, I looked it up, and it's the Red Sox. Yes, it's true. Mm, and last time they world won, champ. it was two, the World Champions. And they won uh, 2004 as well. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, and they won twice between then yeah. as well. 2008 oh. and 2013. Oh, really? Yep. Why are you guys Four always times. complaining then that you like suck? Yeah, Troy, why are you exactly. always why is complaining? <laughs> because on the rare occasions when we don't win, <laughs> it's the end of the world. Yeah. <laughs> that is... I, that is the clearest expression of your life philosophy I've ever heard. All he does is win, win, win. All right, but tell me about like, Space Jam, Larry King. No, I'm just. I'm Larry, Larry King. Larry King. Is Larry King? Larry welcome King. welcome to the program, Larry Eleanor. The welcome French kissing bunny. Uh, French Lick, Indiana. You're on the line. Yes, French Lick is a town in Indiana where he grew. Anyways, I'm going to send you some videos so you can watch Larry Bird highlights. I will. Watch Have you ever seen the movie Blue Chips? Nope. I think this is what we have to get uh-huh. out of the way. You have to watch this movie first. Well, right. the connection is Larry Bird was famously number 33. He's the most famous 33 of all time. And this is episode. What's a, what's Abdul a 33? What's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Abdul-Jabbar. That's his number on his jersey. Oh, there's 33 basketball players at the same time? No. Oh, boy. No. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> no, but I... I no, like Sweden. Do you wear like numbers on, on your shirts when yes, you play yes, in a sport? Yes, I was number seven. You were number seven. Were there seven players on your team? Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yes, because I played on the minor league, like the tiny league, you know, the, for tiny people. <laughs> I would just like to point out that, yes, the, though you're, you, it's, Ellie, it seems like you're trying to find like an actual intellectual connection to Larry Bird. The connection is just that he wore number 33 and we did 33 episodes. That's it. That's, that it. Is That's an it. awful that is, connection. Yeah, what it about, is now. It is now. <laughs> what about the magical number three? You know, three is the magical number. Three, six, nine. Three, three. Twelve, fifteen, eighteen. And if three plus three is six, and six is the number of the 30. devil, there's a lot of there's a lot of other things that we could. Sudoku. Sudoku. I'm sorry I brought this up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's just go to episode 34. The Bo Jackson of episodes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> now there's an athlete. That's now there's a guy you've probably still never heard of. You guys finally got... <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Everyone, shut up. If I hear Billy Zane's name or the movie The Phantom, I will shut this podcast down. <laughs> the number of complaints I got about that. People don't even know what The Phantom is. We, we, we finished last week's episode. We just looked at the pictures for a while. Yeah, just looked at Billy Zane's bulge for half an hour as we packed up. Paul Pierce wore 34. Wouldn't you keep it in the Celtics family, you moron? Grant, <laughs> you stupid if idiot. If he doesn't know Larry Birch, he doesn't know Paul Pierce. You guys are... 10 years older than me and that explains everything yourself <laughs> yeah including Matthew <laughs> are uh, you 18 <laughs> have you been lying to us this whole time you don't have a green card and you're under get that beer out of her hand <laughs> Matthew can finally buy cigarettes <laughs> uh, alright listen let's talk about the story you guys need to get to Ukulam okay Thanks. For, yes. Thanks for the update. Getting to Ukulam <laughs> is basically not allowed. Not allowed. It's restricted. Unless, it's off limits. Unless you're with Larry Bird. Unless you're with Larry Bird. <laughs> you can't even fly a spaceship there. Larry Bird has a little place <laughs> right on the outskirts of Ukulam. He is one of the few people allowed to go. No, you, it's impossible to get there. It's not allowed. It's decommissioned. I, I did love when Matthew suggested uh, to the lifelong criminal. 
that we just fly a spaceship there. The lifelong criminal's yeah, response like, was, you're not allowed. <laughs> not <laughs> he always follows the rules. <laughs> That's against the law. <laughs> I guess he was lawful evil. Well, he just, he knows that if you tried to fly a ship there, you'd be shot down. Yes, yes. You'd be right. shot down immediately because... Right. The, you know, the, it's, it's controlled by the elves. Oh, they don't fuck around. He also had a lot of incentive to make a buck off of selling his visas. So. Yeah, 300 yeah, apiece plus 1,500. I mean, I still think it was a good deal. And now, as you're facing this gate comptroller, uh, you might want to go back and get those visas. Oh, wait, you can't. He's in jail. Yeah. You come here, out. and yes, you have the university support, which is huge. Yes, you have the police's support. Great. But she's the gatekeeper. She's the one that's going to decide whether or not she allows you in because now she's hearing that people are impersonating Port Authority uh, uh, staff, sneaking in contraband, sneaking in perhaps kidnapped, highly respected professors, and now a group of star finders comes rolling in. Uh, she wants to get to the bottom of this. Otherwise, she's, you know, she's going to lose all credibility as the controller. In the gate Do I get a retroactive movie? bottle cap for calling that they were faking it? Do you remember when we watched the security footage? I said, there's no way this is a misdirect. Those are not Port Authority employees. No, but you were correct. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I think it was a good... A good okay. call on your part. All right. Okay. <laughs> Not really bottle cap call. Okay. Maybe. But All let's right. see how you do today. You do something good, Grant. You know oh, what? Boy. I got a bottle cap right here. If you do something good, I'm going to give it to you. He pulled it out. <laughs> Look at that. Right there here. You go. Wow. I'm going to even put it between us so I can just slide it over to you like a, a There's number a giant the crack in between us and the tables that are lined up. It's right. just going to fall right through. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Grant. Fall. All right. So... So, yeah, that's the deal. You need to get there. Now, here's the thing. You came here looking for information on Hakuim Zan. You finally, after saving the universities, uh, uh, <laughs> after firing off several rounds in the university's lobby. Several rounds at a dorm. Uh, <laughs> you a get dorm? caught was up it? in this. It was, it was the reception. It was a dorm on the top floor. Uh, <laughs> through the door. It was the non-smoking dorm. It was just the top floor. Uh, <laughs> you... You get caught up in this missing person situation, but the missing person is also uh, one of the foremost experts on the information that you need. So everything is sort of tied together, but you've got to get there. Mm. Gate controller Rayiri, female, Demaya Lashunta, says you have won the support of the police. We may have already won. You may have already won. Support Detective Wienerpoop spoke very highly of you, she said. We like him, we like him a lot. And no one corrected her. Vinopop. It's too late now. <laughs> that, would have no been the, that would have been the bottle cap. That would have been, she said it twice. No one said anything. <laughs> she says, you have gained the support of the police. You've gained the support of the university. But it means nothing. Game line. Hmm. Why are you here? There aren't a bunch of star finders interested in just finding some missing teacher. What do you say to her? Well, uh, I have something. I have something to say. Yes, you, the mouse. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he sidles up and, like, takes a seat in one of those probably crappy, like, green vinyl chairs that they have <laughs> yes. probably in every office in the ripped. Port Authority with the, with the rip and the fabric. He, like, sits in it and he leans back and says, Well, I don't suppose you're one of those people that refuses to have a television. Huh? 
You ever heard of a little show called Good Morning Glip Glop? Huh? No, I haven't. You never seen... You never heard tell of the Drift Rock 5? No? No, is that some sort of sitcom? Ah, well, Machuba, let me tell you a tale. You see, what you have sitting before you are five of the greatest heroes in the packed worlds. Or at least... According to Roger Glipglob, according to everyone tuned in to the telly, at least for a while, that's us. We found this floating object out in space. We explored it. We found horrible things, awful things, things disturbing, things ancient, and a trail of events that I won't get into now. I don't want to bore or confuse you. Let us hear now. Let us to believe that answers are to be found on the continent of Ukalam. We are go for knowledge. I go to escape my past and I go to find answers. That's my part anyway. And he leans back. Hmm. What about you, Matakoi? Why do you want to go to Ukalam? You're a long way from home. I believe that it's our duty as Starfinders to correct the wrongs of the universe. And uh, don't uh, misunderstand me. I do not believe much in bureaucracy. I think the power should go back to the people and... If something is true about me, I am, or trying to become one of the, one of the people, and she starts itching, her arms a little bit. Hmm. One of what people? Don't, uh, and she starts getting like flustered. I, I, any people. Hmm. And you, you're local. I haven't been local for quite some time, but I'm aware of the inadequacies involved in any bureaucracy, be it a university, be it the police, be it the Port Authority itself. But let me tell you something. I agree with you. You can't trust them to get anything done. They're useless. But you know what's not useless? A trained killer like myself. I'll find those fakers. Putting a bad name on the Port Authority, keeping you from doing your job, keeping you from putting food on your table. And I'll kill him. Because that's the only way to end this and keep your portals open for business. So I've let killers in. Killers have got in under my nose, and now I'm just going to let more killers in. When does this end? It ends with me. The buck stops here. Harry S. Truman. And she leans back and takes a sip of a beer. <laughs> Sean's like, I got this. Because <laughs> that's what Grant just did. <laughs> uh, There's so much more to this universe than we give it credit for. If only we knew how to look and listen and see. We, we touched part of that void. And one of us gave their lives for it. We honor them by continuing to explore, to continuing to push forth beyond the horizon, 
and seek out what we do not know. What we've missed. We've missed so much. Hmm. And what about you? Why do you want to go to Ugalan? Do you all share the same desire to kill, to find out information, to become one of the people? I I speak for myself only. The Starfinder Society has simply offered me the means by which I can accomplish the goals I have set out to. For as long as I can remember, I worked for Astral Extractions. Do you know this company? I have heard of them, yes. They... Their main headquarters are on Absalom Station, I believe, but their hands reach out across the packed worlds. I am familiar with them. I worked for them for many years, Hmm. and in that time I was used by them, and I believe they used several androids illegally, manipulating their code so that they worked at minimum wage for many years with no raises and no desire for advancement. This, I'm afraid, is the least of their transgressions. Their corruptions and illegal activities go far beyond what the governments of the Pact Worlds are aware of or could hope to prove. They are aware of what we found in the Drift Rock, and I have every reason to believe they will seek these ruins on your planet and pull out whatever power they can find. I have finally managed to break free of their hold, and enlisted by the Starfinder Society to help and assist people like Dr. Friss, one of the most intelligent creatures I've ever met. Captain K, by far the bravest and wisest Vesk I have ever met, and I have met many. I have been enlisted to explore the ruins of Castravel, an incredible opportunity and my sole mission here is to find whatever mystery lies in these ruins that Astral Extractions wants before they find it. Mark my words, if they find it before us, you will greatly regret not giving us visas as soon as possible. Hmm. I've not heard of this Drift Rock 5, as you said, or any of this, but there have been a lot more requests to get through this gate to Tuhalu Point. There are many interested parties. And there will be more. If you People are starting to make the connection. If you'll permit me. And Kreska reaches out her hand. Palm up. Uh, Shake my hand and you'll see what we saw. No funny business. Of course not. Puts a real clammy hand into you. Gross. <laughs> oh, no. Ew. Just Sorry. soaking I'm wet. Very sweaty. <laughs> I have a glandular problem. <laughs> Glad you're working in the civil service. Um, and Kreska mind links, like, the coolest images of the drift rock, like the shorn off face of the of the asteroid the the ancient language the 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 technological controls and then mac exploding well i was gonna say images of the garage call <laughs> and then mac giving her life sacrificing herself so that we could escape right she pulls away clammy hands and all 
I see. All right. You can go through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. I am so happy I didn't have to roll diplomacy. I know. Wow. What a what a what a break. <laughs> you must understand I don't take this decision lightly. But now that I've seen what you saw, everything is starting to add up. You may be the last people we let through for a long time, and if these people that already snuck under my gaze got through are bad people who have abducted this poor professor, please, though your interests may lie in gaining information, bring this woman home. Bring her back safe to the university. Do a service to Castrovel, and not just to yourselves or the society. That's all I ask of you in return. Done. Agreed. All right. I'll set something up for you to be able to use the gate uh, tomorrow at around 11.15 a.m. We've got something at 11, 11, 11, 10. We make it look at 20. Uh, I'm kidding. We've already moved it twice. I can do it. Really <laughs> 10.20 or quarter past two. <laughs> we'll do the 11.15. It's fine. We can push it. It's okay. <laughs> oh, you know what? I have an 11. Oh. oh. <laughs> I didn't know. You just had a cancellation. I just had a cancellation. It's blocked out on your outlook. I didn't want Is to it? ask. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll do, we'll do 11. Okay, perfect. That worked out best for all of us. That works out great. This is why we have to have these phone calls. You don't know, talk about it. Much better than a doodle poll. Oh, you know what? I'm looking at the wrong week. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> I am getting so many flashbacks. <laughs> this is the worst times of my life. Oh, man. Oh, Let's go back to space with shooting people with lasers. <laughs> it's like, is this what Starfinder is? <laughs> it's like going to the DMV? I don't care for this part of the game. I didn't know this was I didn't. I looked through most I, of the rulebook. I think it's a true test of any entertainment, any entertainment endeavor is if you can make scheduling interesting. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. You've done it. Right. <laughs> you cracked it. There's a whole chapter on scheduling. <laughs> it's under game mastering. It's in the game mastering guide. Starship combat and minor schedule changes. Minor schedule changes. Though sometimes you may not have enough time. And then in parentheses, it's like C schedule. Yeah, <laughs> Calendar <laughs> management, <laughs> chapter one. So, boy, we stretched that one out. That's <laughs> because well, it was funny. That's why you yeah. have uh, <laughs> you have an appointment the next day to be able to get through the gates. Set an um, alert so we don't miss it. <laughs> you come outside and uh, you're in Port Authority. You know you can probably get a, a room in the Gateway District if you wanted to. Um, roll a perception check. 21. 28. Nah. 11. 15. 22. All right, so everyone except Dax. <laughs> <laughs> you notice that there's like a, a, a few people gathering near like a hula hands. 
This is so It's gone now. Is it gone? I saw one in Jersey recently as I was driving through. Is it, you, I, you would go to the garden, you would stop at the Houlihan's yeah. for an overpriced drink before oh, the Rangers one in, game. in the actual yeah, port. Like $11 domestic well, beer. Yeah, there's a Houlihan's that's like open and there's people going up to watch something on the TV. I hate to do this. Yeah. What's a Houlihan's? <laughs> it's, just a, it's a shitty bar. That's <laughs> oh, a shitty okay. bar there's, Port Authority. There's one in Penn Station. Or there was one in Penn Station. Uh, yeah. It's kind of like a Friday's. Right. Yeah. Oh, and okay. now it is. The one in Penn Station is a Friday's. That's right. Um... <laughs> So you see some people kind of gathering. It looks Space like they're, they're looking at something on the TV, like a special report. Oh. Uh-oh. Uh, I, I roll a media check to be able to listen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we go over. Yeah. Um, you go over, and you... I guess this is probably the reason your eyes were drawn to this, not only by the crowd, but you see Roger Glipglorp reporting. Oh, he's always got the scoop. Uh, <laughs> he's really, for a hey, morning show host. Hey, we know that guy. Yeah. You just happen to we find have the one gate controller who doesn't uh, watch TV. Uh, <laughs> she missed Good Morning Glipglorp, but uh, Roger's broadcast uh, goes throughout the packed worlds. And you see he's, uh, this is, you're like catching him in the middle of the segment. He's standing on the street. He's wearing his suit. He's got his handheld mic. Um, and you see steward sirens flashing in the background oh. and like fire and smoke behind him as well. So he's on the scene of some sort of situation. The stewards are the law enforcement in the packed world. Right. Yeah. They're, 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 they're pretty Mac, legit. Mac yeah. used to be one. Or oh. like an assistant to a steward. <gasps> oh. Whoa. What? An assistant to the assistant. Who's yeah. that? <laughs> no, sorry. Oh, I sorry. thought you said PG, and I was interested yeah. for a second. Oh. Sorry. That's, sorry. You sorry. see he's talking... Uh, but the me. you can't hear what he's saying because the volume is down. Um, so he's just like, and it looks like it says protest, protest outside. PG is going to be like shh, shh, to everyone around and like, can we, can we raise the volume, please? Uh, please sure. raise the volume on that TV. This you see astral extraction's name come up. Yeah, this I weird, think like she hasn't seen creature. a TV in a hundred years, so she's like banging on it with her tail. Yeah, <laughs> like, speak, speak up. Speak When's up. bash on? <laughs> the, bar, the bartender's this weird <laughs> alien creature. He's like, all right, all right, all right. He turns the volume up. It's like protest outside the corporate offices of astral extractions <laughs> was originally intended to be peaceful, according to one of the organizers. And it cuts to uh, an android. Looks like a female android. Her face is metallic silver in color, and it's framed by a thick head of like long purple hair. You see green nodes pulsing in lines under her eyes and along her jawline. Android. Uh, she's talking into the microphone. You would assume that Roger is the one holding it. And there's a banner that comes across the scene that says, uh, Emily, 2X1, uh, Android protester. And she says... Is no. she protesting androids? Yeah. Or yeah, she yeah, is I was an android myself. who is a protester? <laughs> a self-hating android. Protester. Oh, all right, okay. yes. It is on modifier patrol today. <laughs> <laughs> it's important. <laughs> this is, it's an important comma. An hourl medium that we're, we're She's got like in. a sign in her hand that's like, uh, <laughs> uncover the truth. You know, the truth is hidden or whatever. And she's like, no, there was no provocation on our end. We were simply protesting outside their offices peacefully, as is our right. Android or not, it is our right to protest. When the corporate security guards started firing ammunition into the crowd, they say it was non-lethal, but I saw people go down. I saw them bleeding, and I saw them taken away. Several of our number were damaged, and several non-androids were seriously hurt as well, maybe even killed. That's when the crowd started going crazy and, the, and started fighting back, and that's why there's fire, and that's why there's smoke. We didn't draw first blood. They did. It was terrible. Cuts back to Roger. 
Just awful. Just awful hearing that. The stewards are trying to disperse the lingering crowds as I speak and get the property damage under control here. Several protesters were arrested. Cuts to like half a dozen androids and a Kasatha. They're all handcuffed. The Kasatha has multiple sets of cuffs. <laughs> that's, by the way, that's Joe's joke. He <laughs> Gotta give him credit. It's very funny. And they're being loaded into a space paddy wagon. Uh, it's like, but so far I have heard no reports of deadly force being used, uh, contrary to what Emily the android said, and no fatalities, but. Things are muddy here. This is the first of what many expect will be a string of protests against various corporations here on the station that may arise after the broadcast of a video clip that was leaked to Channel 6, which shows distribution android X-19 of the Drift Rock 4 alleging corporate conspiracy to commit murder, violate the civil rights of androids, and commit fraud on a massive scale. (laughs) And it cuts to Dax, who's like talking into a selfie video comm unit type thing and he's talking directly to the camera he's leaning against like a metallic gray wall black scuff marks and water dripping from his nose and mouth and it occasionally drips on the lens of the camera and he's just delivering a message directly at the camera in the rain you all believe that i killed clara 247 because this is what you saw on the news this is factually incorrect Clara 247 left the Drift Rock alive and was only killed after she left us behind. No matter how you may feel about the crimes of which she was accused, Clara 247 is an equal citizen under the law and was entitled to a fair trial. Instead, she was murdered in cold blood, and only the murderers could have captured the video that was broadcast. Someone doctored the footage to make it appear as if she fell in combat. Clara 247 chose to spare our lives, and for that, she was killed by the people that hired her to kill us. I ask myself this question. Who would benefit most if we, the impartial third party, was no longer able to present evidence in the arbitration over the ownership of the Drift Rock? I think, who controls the present now controls the past. Who controls the past now controls the future. And I ask myself... Who controls the present now? And from there, it clicks over to the rough image of an alley. And in the corner of the image, there's a watermark indicating that this is a feed pulled directly from the data banks of distribution Android X-19. About 30 feet or so away, there's a figure silhouetted against the thundering sky. Looks like he's wearing a trench coat and a wide-brim hat. And this is the scene that happened outside of Glipglorp when he went out there, that cyberpunky type scene, where he's like, your debt to the company may have been erased, but it's not forgotten. Don't push your luck. Blah, 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 blah. You've been adventuring too long, Android. You've been warned. And so Dax recorded that whole scene broadcast as well. Cuts back to Roger. Both Axtral Extractions and the Hardscrabble Collective have released statements denying any involvement with either the original footage recovered from the Drift Rock mission or Clara 247. (laughs) But that did not prevent the violence that unfolded here today on the doorstep of Astral Extractions. As I learn more about this situation, so will you. This is Roger Glipcorp reporting. (laughs) And uh, it cuts to a commercial. I just feel like all of our faces will slowly turn to look at yeah. <laughs> He's just like staring intently at the screen and he turns and he's like, I had to do it. I had to show them. We were not responsible for her death. She decided to let us live. And for that, she was killed. 
I won't let them get away with it. Not anymore. And he turns and walks out of the pool of hands. <laughs> he walks out of the pool of hands. Space pool of hands. Space pool of hands. But first he orders a $12, 20-ounce Heineken. <laughs> Perhaps it is good. We are heading to a forgotten land beyond the pale of civilization. Yeah. No matter what dangers await, after one, I'm happy that at least it won't be followed. As far as we know. We need to secure the ship. I agree. Yeah, let's go. Let's go check the ship. Make sure it's locked down, and then we go. Yeah, PG can take care of that if you guys want to do some shopping or whatever. Are you sure you're okay? And he, like, takes a little glance at her arm. Like, you uh, can handle that on your own. PG completely mis- misreads him and, like, no, yes, I am very capable with, with uh, mechanics and engineering. I'll go with you. I need to speak to Howie. Yes, of course. So you guys go off and uh, maybe Meishan, uh you know the area a little bit. You can find a, a good room uh, for everybody. Uh, one room. One we'll get to one giant room. Um, so Kreska, while Kreska and uh, PG go to go to check on the ship, uh, Doctor Friss, uh, you get a, a message on your screen, like a call coming from Muhali. Comes up. Yellow. She says, how how did it go at the uh, Port Authority? Uh, well, ultimately, we got what we wanted. We got, they gave us a permission to go. Excellent, excellent. I knew our support would help, but without their approval, there was no way you were going to get in. I want to thank you and your friends for doing this. You don't know how much it means to me personally. I've arranged for one of our contacts to assist you once you arrive. His name is Dr. Kair Al-Nuaf. Uh, he will greet you at Turhalu Point. Uh, also, with the university's support, I'd like to extend you and your comrades a stipend of 2,500 credits for your ongoing assistance in recovering Dr. Solstani. I-, I know that you have other reasons for traveling to Ukalam, but I-, I hope that you will bring her back safely and just take this uh, stipend as a-, a small token of my appreciation to be used in the search for the doctor. Uh, I, one last thing I have to ask you. Do, do any of you speak Elven? Uh, let me look. I might, actually. I mean, Friss speaks like 11 I, languages. I speak eight languages. Eight I languages? Can't, I, I can't remember. I speak eight languages. Uh, <laughs> let me... You know, Dax speaks Vesk. We could talk Vesk sometime. If you want, Matthew. You want me to talk in Vesk right now? Yeah. Subtitled. Uh, or over, overdubbed. <laughs> How are you doing, Dax? <laughs> overdubbed. This is me speaking in Vesk. I love it. Oh, Dax talks Vesk. Dax talks Vesk very well. Uh, Elven and Castrovellian are two different things, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, oh, a, dear. As would Formian, the third predominant race on the planet. Uh, so, says, uh, as far as I know, I don't speak it, but give me a few days and I think I can master it. I don't know if anyone else speaks it. Well, the reason I ask is, should you discover these ruins, if they do exist, having someone who comprehends the language could be invaluable to you. Uh, I mean, I could arrange for a translator to join you on your trip, if you please. They normally charge upwards of 600 credits, but I could use some of the stipend, maybe get the price down to 
400 credits I could send someone out before you leave if you wanted to take a translator with you. But if you feel as if you have the knowledge accessible to you, I just... It may, it may prove to be very, very important. Well, as far as I know, none of us speak it yet, but I can pick their brain. I should be able to learn it in a few... A f- a week or two. Yeah, go ahead. Like, spend the money. We will take them with us. All right. So I'll, is there some sort of like modification we can buy? To, like, I was just looking at augmentation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or a scroll of uh, Comprehend Languages. Yeah. Well, but that, that doesn't that exist. Would, yeah. 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 We'd also have to exist in the future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scrolls. Um, yeah, I mean, if someone could cast comprehend languages, but yeah. other than that, you know, a translator could help you. It's not necessary, but yeah, go ahead. All right, I'll arrange for it, please. I'll, I'll I'll try and get the best price, and I'll send you the uh, remainder in credits. Uh, <laughs> You'll send us the bill. Yeah, I'll send you the bill. Uh, <laughs> It turns out it was 3,000 credits, <laughs> so you owe me 500. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> That's way too much. No, but truly, this, this knowledge of not only the, the language, but the nuances of elven culture could be incredibly influential, both in your uh, research and in retrieving the doctor. Uh, so I, I'll look into this and send someone. What time is your gate appointment? Eleven fifteen, <laughs> sharp. Uh, yes, I All check right. Outlook. Eleven fifteen. That would be right. I will. Uh, I'll send someone. All right. All right. So you guys go back to the ship. You meaning PG and Kreska, and it's gone. No, it's fine. No. <laughs> oh, no. It's sitting there. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> it's sitting there, and uh, it looks great. What do you want to do? Um, I want to make sure that no one can get in. And I have a lot of computer skills and engineering skills. All right, so you just want to make sure, like, double, triple lock it. Yeah. Okay. 50 um, million lock it. Speak Correct. to someone on the, on the docking bay to make sure no one's going to, you know, that we can hold on to our spot for an extended period of time, an extended booking. Uh, well, how long are we talking here? <laughs> Open-ended. Open-ended? Well, that's going to cost you a couple bucks. <laughs> like five Yep, five bucks should do it. <laughs> five bucks. You can stay here as long as you want. Oh, that, that's awesome. That's like a Jedi mind trick. He's like, <laughs> yeah. yep. That works. That's so sweet of you. Appreciate it. Your docking fees go up every day that you're here. That's, that's how it works. You knew that when you parked here. I heard we can get a better deal over on the other side of town. Oh, really? Yeah. From who? Who told you that? Charlie tell you that? Charlie. <laughs> Charlie. Son of a bitch has been spreading rumors about the other side of town all week. You're <laughs> <laughs> never going to find a better deal than you're going to find here. The old other side of town, Charlie. <laughs> I know his tricks. <laughs> Charlie uh, told me a lot of good things. Tell me where I can find the best accommodations, if you know what I mean. I don't. Neither do I. <laughs> but I'm glad we have a deal. <laughs> PG is right. feeling like a third wheel. Like, <laughs> hey, what is going on? <laughs> so you come to no conclusions. <laughs> Do you want to go in and talk to Howard? Yeah, I want to talk to Howard. Welcome back, Captain. Howie, any progress on that search I asked you to keep, a while, keep an eye on? Remind me what that search was. The Vesk family name. Ah, oh, yes, the Vesk family name. Search of all media mentions. <laughs> Always been like, no, I've been on vacation. Yeah, it's like, wait, left. what? <laughs> <laughs> You're Actually, a fucking computer. <laughs> I really just zoned Remind out. Me the past I was days. supposed to work. Uh, Captain, you are looking for that name. Uh, I retrieved some documentation, yes, but 
I feel as if I need more time with this search, but I will send you what I have. Send me what you have. Also, when we when we discovered the ship's previous owner, she had wheeled the ship to her found her body. Yes, and now it is yours, Captain. I think we should wheel the ship to wherever finds ours. Should it come to that? Can you make those arrangements? I can, Captain. I will draw up the will, and should I beam it to all of your comm units, or just yours, Captain? Just mine for now. All right. Don't want to cause any undue alarm. Should you and your comrades die, the ship will go to the next person who finds it. Finds our bodies. Ah, the one who finds... I want to get this word incorrect. <laughs> the so same the arrangement you have your previous <laughs> owner, Howie. <laughs> Across town, Charlie. <laughs> Just reprint the contract. Just read change the names. Stop rewriting the contract. Whoever finds Cross Town Charlie <laughs> within the time limit. <sighs> whoever finds Cross Town Charlie's body. <laughs> and make sure you update your software while we're gone. All right. And if we should fall, please notify... Whomever you find with that name. Yes. Is there anything you'd like me to tell them? Just how we died and that we're gone. How we died? How we died? <laughs> I'm right here, Captain. <laughs> I'm also a machine. <laughs> You're dead to me, Howie. Howie <laughs> never learned. <laughs> 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 Just send it. <laughs> All right. And keep the ship locked down until we return. All right. If you don't return, Captain. You know what to do. You are always my fourth favorite. <laughs> on this show <laughs> I just need to know Who was the third Sleep mode <laughs> Sleep mode Sleep mode Engage <laughs> <laughs> Very well. <laughs> PG comes back up like, what's going on? I just got a funny feeling we'll never see her again. <laughs> Good. Your Any imagination, kid. <laughs> anyway, the, the ship should be locked and clear, Captain. Thank you, PG. Let's get to the others. So you go out and you meet up. Mayshan's found a nice uh, place. What, what kind of place are we talking here, Mayshan? Uh, it's a it's a seedy little place in a mm-hmm. back alley. They're serving noodles across the way. <laughs> oh, that sounds good. They, they they're they're nice. They're spicy, but you know it's, it seems like you see a little rat walking. You under arrest, Mister Decker. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, it's raining. The umbrellas have fluorescent light tubes in the middle of them. It's great. Yeah, I can um, picture. And it's raining. It's always raining. But um, you know, he's kind of set up. Um, I don't know if Dax is there, but he set up uh, Doctor Frist there. And while that's going on, Michonne kind of wanders off and looks around the neighborhood kind of in the rundown parts of town mm-hmm. for a public communicator okay like a payphone and she finds one eventually mm-hmm. and she pulls the receiver off probably grimy and gross she sticks in a little bit of a cred stick she puts in the numbers for the Alindre Mining Corporation mm. this is the company her father worked for mm. she hasn't spoken to 
since she was kind of abducted and on the run. Mm-hmm. Hello. Is Stanbach still working with you? Stanbach Vanya? Stanbach Vanya? Hold, please. Ah, yes, I have a Stanbach Vanya here in our records, but uh, he has not worked here in over a year and a half. All right, well, if he ever contacts you for any missing stipends or anything like that, let him know that his little star is back. Uh, uh, are, are, are you one of his uh, relatives, by any chance? Click. Hangs up oh. the phone. Oh, oh my son. Wow. Little star. <laughs> now he's <laughs> crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that really got me. Oh, no. <laughs> is Dragita. Yeah. Are you one of his relatives? Oh, man. Payphones were so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, in movies, there's this great scenes at payphones. Yeah. yeah. Now they're just urinals. They're a glass cage. They are urinals. Yeah. They're a glass cage of mostly urinals. Yeah. So you guys sleep it off, and you get ready for the next day. You have an appointment at 11.15 to travel through this gate to get to Ugalam, to get to Chuhalu Point. Ugalam, by the way, is like on the other side of the planet. Good sound, Matthew. Good. Uh, I wish I could say I did that on purpose. <laughs> and you are meeting a translator. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Nearby. So you guys are telling me that in the future, there's no Google Translate? <laughs> well, it's not just the language. All right. It's also all these nuances of the culture and such. So there's no Wikipedia? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Nope. Ruining the whole adventure. <laughs> but seriously. As you approach <laughs> the gate, you see a skittermander. Oh. oh, yes, my favorite race. Uh, sitting on a bench adorable. near your gate. And uh, he rushes over to you. And uh, oh, yes. says, hello, everyone. Hello. You must be the people that I will be working for. My name is Tumsy Fishfork. And I am your translator. I'm sorry, was that Cumji Fitchport? No, no, no. Uh, a common mistake. It's Tumji. 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 T U M S Y. Tumji. Fitchport. Tumji Fitchport. Fitchport. F I T C H P O R K. I'm Tumji Fitchport, and I'm your translator. Professor Muhali sent me over, and I only cost 400 credits. <laughs> so you get 2,100 credits for your ongoing assistance in recovering Dr. Toshani. Tumsy. Now, right. so none of you speak Elvin. Tumsy, no. No, we do not. No. Not yet. Okay, well, great. Then I'm the guy for the job. What? <laughs> can I make a request of you? My name is Captain K. Oh, you're the captain. Well, you're the boss. You can make any request you want. <laughs> To make our lives easier. Kelsey! And education. <laughs> <laughs> Just randomly, like, shouting his own name all the time. You made Ellie hit high speed. Yeah. That was incredible. I, my, my drinking glass just shattered. Yeah. The, the mixing board went to a red. It was like, what was that? <laughs> yes, Captain. Sorry, I get excited. I'm excitable. Well, we should all tr- endeavor to learn Elvin. So I suggest the full immersion tactic. 
Will you please only speak Elven to us for the rest of the show? <laughs> oh, I, I, I can do that, but I, I, if you, you don't understand, I, I understand Elven. They won't understand. He's so upset. Tomsy. Tomsy. I'm unfamiliar with this alien. Skittermander? Yeah. Skitter Remember better. pre-RPG day the, where you p- played the five different Skittermanders for Starship Combat? We just, we just got a Christmas card like from this. Paizo with them <laughs> oh on it. Oh, my God. He's got yeah. six That's arms. Amazing. <laughs> That's basically him. Uh, yeah. With a little suit on. Hey, Tomsy Fishfork. Tomsy, let me ask you a question if I can. He says in Elvin. Okay. This is a bad plan. Captain, What is? how did you get to learn Edvisor? Well, as a skittermander, if you don't mind my asking. My father was one of the most foremost scholars on all of elven culture, and so it was required for all of us children to learn elven, just so maybe we could keep the, keep the stuff going in the family when he passed. And he's dead now. <laughs> <laughs> so now, Tumsy's the expert. That's me, Tumsy. <laughs> Perhaps Elvin, please, I beg you. <laughs> you got it, Captain King. <laughs> Do you have... <laughs> Tumsy, by the way, is Tumsy and Elvin as well, so... <laughs> you him saying he's fun. Well, I'm, sure, I'm sure all the kids in the family are named Elvin names. <laughs> this is exciting. Have you... I never been to Iodara. Have you... <laughs> can't even talk. Ha, do you have any experience with... Uh, uh, was it Ukalam? Is that the name of the condom? U- Ukalam. Ukalam. Do you have any experience with Ukalam? Have you ever traveled there before? Ukalam. Please don't speak in Elvin at the moment. <laughs> All right, well, Captain's order. Uh, <laughs> I am very familiar with the history of Ukalam and the history of the elves, but I myself have not traveled there because it's practically forbidden. Okay. Have you ever found yourself in a life-threatening situation? Yes, I am not good in the fight. In fact, I am entirely useless. PG takes one of our guns and is like, well, maybe it's time you learn, I, L- I, little man. I honestly, I don't even know which, which end the laser comes out of. Is it this end? And he points it at himself. Oh, no. <laughs> what about this end? No, I, 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 I am so useful in combat, I will be out of all encounters. <laughs> However, area of effect spells could still kill me. <laughs> and eventually, I'll become loved by the audience, and it'll be real sad if I die. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, sorry. Sorry. That's an I'm sorry to yeah. say this. Eventually. I'm sorry to say this. Tramsy. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, but it might be like... best if you take a pistol in case you need to end your life if we should all fall. Because, from what I've heard, there are horrors on Ukalam that could slowly digest you for days on end. You would be witness to your own entrails dissolving in front of your face while you retained your own consciousness, aware of your own sick mortal coil. Slowly digested over a thousand years. Chumpy. <laughs> 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 oh my, I, I, I'll take the pistol, but I, I really don't know how to use it. I got to have six hands, but 
Grab the trigger, place it to your temple. Mason. I'm sorry. I'm just getting him prepared for the worst acts. Yeah. She's a very practical person. It's okay. I knew what I was shining up for, but... <laughs> All right, I guess I'll kill myself if things don't arrive. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll kill myself. You, you talked me into you it. You talked me into it. <laughs> All right, it looks like it's 11.14. We better go. One last question. Yes? Can you rank us in order of your preference? Uh, well, I've only just met you. <laughs> well, I would say... First impressions. First, I like the monkey. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, I can see, I can see PG getting like a little backpack and then carrying him in that. Oh, backpack. I would love oh, that. It's amazing. That. that would be so nice. Oh yes, can we make it happen? Uh, <laughs> I told you the monkey was my favorite. <laughs> but look, now it's eleven fifteen. We better go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to miss our time. I throw him into PG's backpack. We yes. run over to the gate. <laughs> I wanted to be one of those baby Bjorn. <laughs> Yoda, dig about him. Yeah. Uh, all right, so <laughs> you know you can't starship travel there. Tornas N. Listen to Billy Zane told you that. So the only way you can go through are these Ayudaras. Ayudara. And they're like, 314. <laughs> and you look down and you see that's what it says on your papers, 314. So you step up, you hand each of them your papers, and you all stand before this <laughs> Ayudara. And it's just like, <laughs> the shimmering light where you can kind of see something on the other side, but immediately when you are think the you gates, can focus Are the gates attuned it. to fixed destinations, or can they be... Can be changed to like no, the, they're all going to fix destinations. Oh, they do. Okay. Yeah, and this one is so this heavily, one's like empty. This one's heavily be like, guarded. There's no yeah. line. There's and, like yeah, and it's magical, right? So no one can hack into it. Yeah, yeah. What if Kurt Russell and a team of commandos were to blow this one up? Would we Good. be stranded on the other side? Question. I roll a. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Knowledge <laughs> cinema. <laughs> uh, and so you're standing there, and you walk through. Uh, yeah. Yes. You just walk into this emptiness. Yeah. And you feel like a funny sensation in your loins. And then just like... <laughs> you're in Ukulam. <gasps> Whoa. Whoa. It was day moments ago. And now it's late evening. Wow. Because you've traveled to the eastern side of the entire planet. Whoa. Eastern hemisphere. seconds. Amazing. You see the station at Truhalu Point uh, sits at the tip of a broad peninsula covered in rolling plains, these, these beautiful expanses of tall, pale green grasses that shimmer with violet hues in the wind. There are short-lived blooms of magenta fungus towering nearly 20 feet over the landscape, though many have begun to wilt and others are marred by bite marks of half a dozen sizes, various predators that even Mei Shun has probably only heard about because you've never traveled this deep into the jungle. Trumpeting calls echo across the plain as immense six-legged creatures with long, swooping necks just trek slowly and steadily across the grass and go off into the jungle. Beyond, on the horizon, rises what Mei Shun knows is the Singing Range, its peaks barely visible through the haze. You must be Starfinders. Greetings. 
a male human approaches Whoa. you. My name is Dr. Kail Al-Nuhaf. I am one of the ranking scientists here and a grant recipient of the Kabarat University of Xenoarchaeology and Xenoanthropology. Professor Muhale said you'd be arriving soon. Welcome to Ugulam. Thank you, Doctor. <laughs> he points out at the horizon. I take it you've never been to Tuhalu Point. No. Most have not. You know this very well, Dr. Al-Nuhaf. Yes, well, it was once one of Kabarat's minor military outposts on Ugalam, but it has been decommissioned for more than 20 years. It still maintains a token security force to stay the wildlife at bay, but industrious researchers, such as myself, have converted most of its gun turrets and bunkers into greenhouses and biology labs. And it is now where I call home. These are dire tidings from the university. I've talked to Professor Muhali, and I can confirm with you that this Pakal came through here in mm. two groups. He himself came and departed into the wilderness a little more than a day ago. It looked as if the other half of his group consisted of mostly armed Lushunta mercenaries. While that did seem strange, their papers all checked out. However, something seemed a little off. Based on what I overheard, they were headed towards some elven ruins to the northwest to perform archaeological survey work with the oversight of Dr. Solstani. Now, I do not know the doctor personally, but I am familiar with her work, have attended some of her lectures. I was excited to introduce myself, but the men she was with looked unsettling, and she herself, I must admit, looked rather groggy and... Perhaps very ill. I wish I had known then what I know now. I would have alerted authorities immediately. Anyhow, that's in the past. It cannot be undone. But perhaps you can save the doctor. If, if you'll come with me. And he starts walking towards like an outbuilding. As he's walking and talking, he's like, Is it true that you're basing your journey solely off of, off of Halquim Zan's notes? We are... Filtering his own notes through the mind of uh, Dr. Labian's 21-2, and we are hoping to find Dr. Solstani to further substantiate any wild findings we may have found from the truth itself, and I imagine that you might as well appreciate the value of primary sourcing. That's why we're here, Dr. Anuhaf. It's remarkable. I always knew someone would try to retrace his steps. I'm just sorry that it's happening under such distressful circumstances. Here, please, come in. He opens the door. You guys go in? Mm -hmm. Yes. yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. I set up shop here the minute the university contacted me. This research outpost has numerous maps of the region and survey data from aircraft that have flown over most of the continent. Now, based on the notes that Muhali sent me and the maps created by Halquim Zan centuries ago that I also have access to, I estimate that the journey to this abandoned city, if it indeed exists, will take about 10 to 12 days of steady travel on foot. It is my professional opinion that your route should lead you first through the fairly sparse lowlands around Terhalu Point, then into the dense subtropical rainforest to the northwest, and finally into the very foothills of the Singing Range where this city allegedly lies. 
Are there any fears of megafauna or mold storms in this area, Dr. Al-Nuhaf? Those fears are something that you should carry with you throughout the journey. While just looking out at the land in front of you, it appears peaceful. There are many dangers, like any jungle. Megafauna, megaflora, yes. Um, But you seem as if you can handle yourselves. Well, I can see why the elves would want to keep this place to themselves. It's beautiful here. Yes. And I want to personally thank you for bringing this place back to its previous biological glory after the wars um, years ago. I wish I could take uh, the credit for that, but I am here as a researcher, not unlike you. Now, mm. the university has instructed me to provide you with additional gear, requisition for my project's inventory, and I am more than happy to do so, of course. So please come. Let me give you things to help you on your journey. And he pulls out, like, armor. Looks like Lashunta Ringwear 2. Oh, that's what? very nice. I want that stuff. Yeah, that's what? what I bought for all my money. Uh, <laughs> it's Lashunta Ringwear 2? That's yeah. your, oh my god. It's, that's a fourth level armor. Yeah. Oh. It gives you so much EAC and kids. Uh, a carbon steel curved blade. Oh. oh. A sticky bomb grenade 2. Four doses of tier one antitoxin. Huge. And four doses of spray flesh. Ah, I don't even know what that does. It's seal a wound? Yeah. It's like they Um, in Blade Runner 2049, that's kind of like what he uses. So it's it's, uh, one of each for all of us? No, it's for the group. Man. Oh, come on. <laughs> Here's five suits of very expensive armor. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I needed these for my research. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, I'm going to sell my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll take the ring with. <laughs> um, and uh, I can also uh, supply you with three weeks' worth of field rations each and up to 100 credits' worth of standard ammunition for each of you as well. I can get anything you may need depending on what you are carrying. If you need any recharging at the moment, you can use the outposts, recharging stations before you leave. And if necessary, I can provide you with consumer backpacks, mass-produced tents. I I do not know what your plans are once you are out in the wilderness. It's up to you. In the meantime, you are welcome to spend the night here, and I've arranged for a security force to drive you out in the morning as far as they are able to. Oh, perfect. This is like a luxury camping. (laughs) This is exciting. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot believe her new club. It certainly is. So I say, what is? Who's the the book? The the book that we're basing this off of? The 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 Halquim Zan. Halquim Zan. So as I ask him, he says, "So, Doctor, I take it to mean that you are familiar with the writings of Halquim Zan to a certain extent." Yes, everyone in my field is quite familiar. Of course, it's quite famous, especially if you are stationed here. Yes. But so you are directing us towards what he spoke of as the forsaken city, yes? Yes, yes. What do you know of the other locations that he mentioned that we are supposed to find? Do you know anything of the rune nobilis, the plague warden, or the stairs to eternity? Zahn's notes are the surprisingly the most comprehensive on what exists in this area, though we have had flyovers to try and track these things. No one has ever seen them up close besides Zahn. Now, there are many who believe that since only Zahn himself claimed to have seen it, that they do not exist. 
However, I believe were I to venture out there and find even one of these monuments, then they all exist. And they will lead you along the way in the event that they exist and in the event that you find them. But I myself have never seen them, and no one else has besides Zahn. That is why most of his work is discredited. Hmm. How far out have you gone? Not very far. It is unsafe. You will see tomorrow the security force can only drive you so far because vehicles as well cannot travel. Uh, It will ruin the wilderness. Uh, However, vehicle travel is probably the only safe way to get around. I once took a helicopter ride, but we did not go far. I wish I had the strength to be able to see the Forsaken City if it does exist. If you do see it, you must know you'll be among a small handful of people that have ever laid eyes on it over the millennia. I will admit the prospect is exciting to me. I'm eager to get going. Ancient ruins. Old magic. It will be something you will tell your grandchildren about. Anyways, please, you're welcome to stay here. In the morning, they will drive you out. It is very hot. There are monkeys everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Temperatures will rise to 90 degrees shortly after dawn. Celsius? Fahrenheit. (laughs) As a result, you will have to endure very hot conditions for about 12 hours each day. Traveling by night would be far too dangerous. Your armor can provide you with environmental protection for one day per level of the armor. If used sparingly, this could protect each of you for most of your journey if it takes 10 to 12 days. If you get lost, if you take the wrong route... You will not have enough protection. Friss makes a show of ripping the sleeves off of his lab coat. <laughs> He's ripped underneath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shredded. It's got a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> like Minnie Mouse. <laughs> she's she's wearing a thigh high stocking on the side <laughs> yeah. of an airplane. Yeah, right. It's like a pinup. Beautiful. Um Yeah. Ooh. Well, we're probably going to want to rest, right? And yeah, I got to rest. Don't want to go out in the middle of the night. Yeah, yeah. So the we're all jet lagged. I mean, yeah. portal lagged. Portal, portal lagged. Portal lagged the worst. <laughs> <laughs> and we have to figure out what we want. I mean, uh, he's got all this equipment. Well, yeah. we can take all of it. It's about distribution of the wealth. Take it and sell it. Well, I mean, <laughs> uh, you implied that there were hey. other, other things like standard gear that you didn't offer that were like that we could get. You know the tents. Yeah, that's such. for everybody. Tents for everybody. Backpacks for everybody. All right, so it's not like we not a choice. We just get all that stuff. Yeah, if you don't want, if you're like we don't need rations, we have our own. Or like we don't want tents. We're gonna sleep in a magic bubble. All right. Does um, uh, tracking? Um, I have survival, but I was wondering, um, is there anything like a tracking devices or things like that? Compass. Compass and. Well, um, I have a compass. Yeah, I have a hybrid item that yeah, always I mean, you, points north. You've got twenty one hundred credits from the doctor, and there is stuff that they can supply you with. You can buy pretty much anything because okay. they can just send it through the gate. Got it. Um, so, if you want to do any shopping beforehand, you can, and you should. That's why Muhali gave you that not to 
buy a new drift engine. I'm right. ready to go. <laughs> I'm good to go. I'm going to get out into the jungle. I want well, to adventure. Welcome. In space. <laughs> Another planet. <laughs> Well, why don't we? Why Damn don't, campus! Why don't we stay? We're gonna have the no security more of this team. college crap. <laughs> well, I've been to college in real life. I've never been in a jungle on another planet. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. Uh, we can we just take the security ride the next day to the the drop off point at the jungle and sure. then retcon what what we bought so we don't have to yeah. look through all the gear right now because yeah, sure. I mean there's probably a lot of little things that would be really helpful in a jungle yeah. that are not that expensive that we could look at yeah for sure like Let's a glass cutter mark 2 <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure um, quinine yeah that'll yeah. keep away the malaria for yeah. sure yeah. who wants that armor though let's get that out of the way uh, well, well it's heavy armor, isn't it? Certainly PG. Can. No, it's light armor. It is. Oh, it doesn't stack. No. <laughs> no, you can't wear two suits of armor. Uh, Clearly, I should take your ring. I think this. Oh, no, it's heavy. This is clearly a rollout situation. Oh, it's roll heavy. Oh, so I think only. Wait, Dax. I thought it's so it's not light. Armor. Or no, you too, you Dax and. Uh, I cannot wear heavy. You. Oh, then is it heavy? It, I, I believe it is. You said ring wear, right? Yep. It ain't heavy. Yeah, it's heavy. It's my brother. That solves everything. Then it's Dax's. It's, it's, it's heavy, it armor. heavy armor. Yeah. Dax, you just got some new can armor, we, bud. Can we roll it off just to see what would have happened? Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. We Let's should. do that. I think that's, that's sporting. Uh, roll oh, off Natty roll. 3. Roll, Ricka, roll, Ricka, roll, Ricka, roll, Ricka. 8. Six. Fourteen. Six. Yep. <laughs> he still got it. Grant wins even when he loses. He's just going to sell it. <laughs> Grant wins it and then sells it right back. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> I'll sell this to you. I, I just gave this to you as a gift. Now, this, here's the thing. In. What level is everyone's armor? Four. Four. How do I know? Uh, Click on it. Yours uh, is four, but the, the ring wear four. is four. Oh, ring wear two. Oh. It's five. Yeah. Didn't you oh. say two? No, four. Yeah, I said Lashinta ring wear two. Yeah, that's level five. And what do you have, Lashinta two? Yeah. Yeah, so you're five, five, you're four. Four. Four and Friss. Um, I don't know if I'm going to use it. I don't know if I'm going to wear it. It's a huge AC boost, but it, it lowers my decks. Like, I can't, you oh, know, I can't yeah. shoot as well. It's, my, my armor's level three. Three, oof. Yeah. So that's going to be well, tough. Regardless, we'll take it and then we'll, we'll figure it out. Do you guys have any spells that can help you endure elements or any? You've got one or two casters among you. Uh, endure elements? Anything I don't like have anything like that. No. Um, A li- limited amount of spells. Yeah, so what's going to end up happening is you're going to have to decide how you want to use. You've got 24 hours times the level of your. Uh, thing so for PG and is it like Dax, something you turn wait, on? Wait, is your armor that you're going to keep a five or a four? If you don't wear the ring wear, uh, it's a three, I think. Oof, that's another reason to upgrade. Uh, it is uh, no, it's four. It's four. It's four. Okay. Yeah. All right. So he says it's going to take ten to twelve days, depending on whether or not you get lost. Oof. Okay. It's ninety degrees and. You're going to have to go for 12 hours each day in the heat. It's unavoidable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so you just do the math. You only get 24 hours times the number of days to parse it out. Otherwise, you can start rolling fortitude checks. And if you fail, you take non-lethal damage. Oh, and every successive check, the DC goes up by one. Oh, no. So just things to think about. Hmm. 
Mm. Um, now, wait, you, you take the damage if you're not wearing armor. Like, it's that hot. It's not like you're taking damage because you're wearing no, armor. No, no, no. The armor protects you. No, I understand. I understand. But I'm saying if the protection... It's like it's armor. I'm saying that if the protection le- environmental protection level of the armor is spent, is it worse to be wearing heavy armor than not no, wearing no, armor? No, 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 no. It makes no difference. No. You just need that environmental protection, but you have a limited supply of it. Um, and I'm guessing that, you know, someone native to this planet wouldn't have a bonus to any of these rolls because, you know, kind of born out of the fire. Yeah. Is it forge. on your sheet? Or like a is monkey? It a, is it a, uh, <laughs> a, a uh, Lashunta? I mean, the monkey is Chumsey's favorite, so I yep. think that counts for something. I, I just get a manager. I never get hot. <laughs> You're covered I in fur. Just made that's that cool. up. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh, oh, it is true. So it's a fortitude save every hour. DC fifteen plus one for the previous check, hmm. or you take one d four non-lethal fire damage. That's how hot oh, it is. Wow, non-lethal fire. Uh, characters wearing heavy clothing or armor of any sort take a minus four penalty to their saving throw. Exactly. It is bad to wear armor. See, yeah, I it thought is. it was. Right. Sorry. Yeah. A character it, can attempt a survival check to receive a bonus to this saving throw and oh. might be able to apply this bonus to other characters as well. Survival check. So look under the survivor's f- survivor, the survival <laughs> skill, and you should see what that uh, DC is. Can Endure we just... Su- it's on page 148. Can we just buy, like, ten station wear flight suits for 95 credits each, one level... Last a day. Switch it out every day. Throw it out in the trees when it's over. Yeah, as long as you don't run into trouble when you're wearing that. Yeah, because yeah. you don't have any real armor. Littering the jungle. <laughs> yeah, there's also <sighs> Not the to mention the littering. Carrying carry out, guys. That's right. Yeah, leave it better. Yes, you can use survival to better withstand the effects of severe weather. Typically, one check determines the success of your efforts for a single day. If you succeed the check, you gain a plus two bonus to those fortitude saves uh, while moving up to half your overland speed. Or plus four bonus if you remain stationary, which you won't be doing. You can grant this bonus to one other creature for every one point by which you exceed the DC. DC 15. And you cannot take 20 on those checks. And it's DC 15. DC 15. Okay. Oh, curious. uh, Curious. You're going to have to read up on this. This is pretty extensive. Yeah. Well, the next morning you meet with Chuhalu Point's security forces. And they're willing to drive you 10 miles outside the outpost. But from there, they tell you you're on your own as strict guidelines control vehicle traffic in this part of the nature preserve, Mm -hmm. the reserve. From there, they drop you off. And you just stare at this open jungle. Oh, man. And it is hot. Oh, Oh, man. man. And we'll see you next time. It reminds me of this movie. Just, oh, no, it's not a big deal, though. It's just 1d4 fire damage an hour for 12 days. Fire damage. Non-lethal. 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 What exactly? Explain to me what non-lethal fire damage
Androids and Aliens is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Dead Sons is copyright 2017. Dead Sons and the Starfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.